0: because it's not about you it's not about me and gathering all we can see it's not about yours it's not about mine or possessions we must leave behind to figure out life and understand all It's not about you. It's not about me.
1: Podcasting from a town called Manalapan, New Jersey. This is That Oneness Guy, a podcast covering the many aspects and elements that embody oneness. I am your host, Danny Rongo. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, whenever you're hearing this. As an author, playwright, singer, songwriter, and an activist, I am spreading my message of oneness. Basically, to anyone who will listen. Okay, so first, as always, for those who are not aware, my book, the book that these podcasts derive from, which is called I Am God, and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, with thanks to my publisher, Balboa Press of Hay House, is available everywhere in all different formats. Uh, You can find it at anywhere, friends, at Amazon.com, or you can just visit my website, which is IAmGodBook.com. I'd like to introduce you to the track that you just heard for today's um, podcast. All right, That's a song featured on my CD, one bass, one voice, simply one song. And the song appropriately is called It's Not About Me. Now, it's the last track on my CD for very specific reasons and the like of which I will discuss during this podcast. So I hope you like it. If you do, just know that this and all of my music can be found either on my website, dannyrongo.com, iTunes, Amazon, or any of your favorite downloading sites. And as you also know, stay tuned because I will close out this episode with with another quick clip of the song. So stay tuned. So let's get back to podcasting. You're listening to episode number 21. A Oneness Response to a Pandemic's Fear. Interesting title, right? All right, so I'm recording this right now, this podcast. Today is Monday, May 11th, 2020. It is the start of our ninth week in quarantine. So let's just take a moment to think about that for a moment, my friends. Our ninth week of living a sequestered life by practicing what we now know as social distancing, uh, the wearing of the masks and gloves, whenever we do get to leave the house, which is only for food and necessities, and if you consider liquor a necessity, that is too. So in this unprecedented new way of life for us all, I've sensed a major shift in our collective consciousness. When this pandemic first script our society now, which is about, what, three months ago, really, pretty much, right? I guess January and February. Um, I was comparing what we were collectively feeling and sharing to what we experienced in the days immediately following 9-11. It's as if we were putting our need to help one another first and foremost. Now, for those who remember 9-11, you can attest to that blanketing sense we all felt to care for each other right so although we are you know staring right in the face of uncharted waters with this pandemic there was at least back then when it started an overriding sense of a caring for humanity in fact the initial post that i put out on social media that i used uh, you know i kind of used that as a backdrop And I said that I was viewing this pandemic, at least then, as an accomplice to a spiritual evolution. I felt that it was going to be like a tipping point that would eventually lead to living from more of a oneness foundation, if you may. I even thought that the year 2020 was going to present us with a clarity for humanity, as I dubbed it about it. Even when we hear the number 2020, what do we think of? We associate that number with perfect vision of clarity, right? So I really thought that was the case. And in some sense, guys, I still do, but things have changed. I've sensed how the collective thought process regarding this event has changed. And unfortunately, not for the better, I might add. Because of the fear, the fear that has been attached to this pandemic from so many outlets and from so many points of view, there has definitely been a shift. We've seen our collective consciousness shift from a helping and caring perspective to one just really of fear, where someone's outlook a few months ago may have been to think positively and to care for all people it is now thinking negatively and concerned just for your own immediate self or those quarantined with you now the inspiration that I've received from this event especially the fear has led me to start writing my neck my next book about oneness back when the lockdown started I felt that we needed a way to navigate through something like this, you know, and not just how to navigate through a pandemic, but I guess how to navigate through life in general and using, of course, oneness as the guidance system or as like a GPS, if you may. So I decided to call the book, The Ways of Oneness, Helping to Navigate Life. And just so you know, I'm spelling Waze, W-A-Y-Z, because I wanted to kind of give you that impression of the GPS that, that I have in my car called Waze. It's spelled differently, but I want that association with the GPS. So again, I'm calling it the Ways of Oneness, helping to navigate life. And just so you know, it's been coming along fine. Obviously, I have plenty of time to write each and every day, so that's what I'm doing. And I have so far, I have like a good 11, 12 chapters done so far, so I'm making some strides. But uh, guys, really, um, what's with this whole fear thing? Now, I know that everyone has their own opinion of this pandemic, and I don't want to use this podcast or my new book at that to turn this into a debate about it. Because Lord knows we don't need that at this time and place. Because the media, the news outlets, the literally millions of opinions that flood our social networking sites, it is overload central. You know, there's even slogans about the fear that we've been subjected to. Not that they're wrong, but I've been seeing stuff like, look look for facts, not fear, and stuff like that. But so fear has been so dominant in society and um, one of the chapters in my new book is actually about fear and because I'm writing it during this crisis most of the chapter is centered around our reaction to this pandemic because along with this pandemic being unprecedented in nature, I want to say so is this fear. Now I personally don't recall a global event that had this level of fear associated with it. Again, uh getting back to 9/11, maybe maybe that, I don't know, but but the after effects of 9/11 were really focused on us residing kind of within the tri-state area, right? Because the rest of the world, although they had concerns they didn't feel the immediate impact that we did right here in this specific area, okay? Now, for me, speaking geographically, to me, that just makes sense. I'm not putting anyone down, like, on the other side of the country or the other side of the world saying that you didn't care about 9-11, but you didn't feel it the way we did here, okay? So, again, I don't recall there ever being an event that triggered this level of fear that this pandemic's providing for us now before I get into if this fear is warranted or not let's all agree on one thing okay that the fear came from what you either heard or saw right because if you didn't hear anything or see anything you obviously wouldn't have anything to be afraid of, right? So, I need you to admit that to yourself. Again, that's important. Again, I don't want to have a debate here. But we can only process internally what our senses or what we allow our senses to take in. So, let's imagine here for a moment that you never heard or saw any news or any stories about the coronavirus. Well, there obviously wouldn't have been any fear, right? Of course not. Now, I recognize that the example I just gave there is the extreme. I understand that. And uh, it would be next to impossible in this day and age. But the premise that the example represents is not. So, now, those of you who know me and who have been following what i've been saying regarding this pandemic know what my message has been from the beginning and it has not changed nor will it change no matter how much further this thing goes on and my message has been this how you process this will determine your outcome you get that right listen again How you process this will determine your outcome. So what does that mean to you? I know what it means to me. To me, it means that regardless of what I might hear or see as it pertains to this pandemic, it will not affect me or my personal outcome. It means that I will process this event like I process my life in general from a foundation of love and oneness. It means that I am in control of this body that I inhabit during this physical time-space reality. It means that my thoughts dictate how I am feeling. So I will maintain thoughts of health and wellness in spite of what's going on around me. I know that the podcast here is addressing mostly like-minded individuals all right, who understand oneness. So let me, ask, let me ask you guys something. Am I saying anything new here, folks? Because if I am, you know, please reach out to me and tell me so. In oneness, we know that the only thing we can control in this life is how and what we think. So why in God's name would you choose to let these thoughts of fear permeate your mind? Because that's what you're doing. You're making a choice. Do you get that? By allowing these fearful thoughts to infiltrate your mind, you're purposely creating a disharmony or a dis-ease within your being. It's like you're going out there and saying, hey, coronavirus, come on in. For the life of me, folks, I don't get that. So, getting back to the book that I'm writing now, I told you about the chapter that I have on fear. I'm happy to say that for a topic which represents such a useless emotion. um, I think I've added some pretty cool insight that I know you're going to like. But, um, you know, I don't want to make this podcast too long, but I will share some of the tidbits. For example, there's an acronym that I use for fear in the book, which is false evidence appearing real. Again, F-E-A-R, false evidence appearing real. The key word there is appearing, my friends, because fear is just that. It is a thought that we know we can change at any time. There is no such thing as fear in the world. You can't go out and buy a box of fear. It is a reaction to a thought that we have. And the way I say it in the book is there is no fear in the world, only fearful thoughts. All right? All right, guys? Get that. Understand that. There is no thing, like I said, you can't go out and buy a box of fear. It's just a reaction to a thought that we have. Now, in that chapter in my, in my new book, I also discuss <clears throat> excuse me, how fear, not hate, is the opposite of love. With love representing all that we are, and where we came from the opposite of that has to be the absence of it okay and the absence of love is fear I also read a really cool quote along those lines that I came up with and it says fear is the absence of our very essence that's pretty cool and right? I like it again fear is the absence of our very essence and that very essence like I said is love so the opposite of that again would be the absence of that which is fear because fear doesn't serve us in any capacity my friends it weakens us it keeps our energies and vibrations lower than where they need to be for us to function at our best And when we tie in the law of attraction, what do you think fear adds to that? Exactly. More fear. Now, when the pandemic news was just starting to hit its peak a few months ago, I was talking to so many family and friends alike who were, they were convinced that they were going to get the virus. They weren't, you know, thinking about it. They were convinced. Oh, everyone gets it. I'm going to get it. Do you believe that? They were actually convincing themselves that they would get this virus. And most of you who know me know what my reaction and response was to them. Again, friends and family alike, because it remains the same to this day. If you think you're going to get this virus, guess what? You will. Mic drop after that, by the way, my friends. If you think you're going to get this virus, you will. Because of the law of attraction, because we are energy. You will bring it into your being. Now, that is why I've been spewing out for years now why it is so very important, especially now, that we think about what we think about our thoughts are so important are so vital to our lives nowadays because our very lives are just the culmination of what we've thought about up until this very moment where I'm speaking these words to you right now and you're listening to them every single thought led us to this moment right now me talking you listening Okay. So if you understand that, you understand why our thoughts are so important. And, and again, why in God's name would you verbally go out and have the thought that you are going to get this virus? Jeez, man, come on. We're better than that. Okay? So I want to shift gears a little here. And I want to talk about this song that you heard on the intro and the meaning behind it. Um, and actually how we can apply it, if at all, to this current crisis, which we can, but I need to do a little, a little swing on it here. All right, so to do that, let me just tell you what the words are in the chorus, which spells it out. The words in the chorus go like this. It's not about you. It's not about me. And gathering all we can see. It's not about yours. It's not about mine. Or possessions we must leave behind to figure out life and understand all it can be just know that it's not about you it's not about me I hope you like that I love that it's one of my own favorite songs I just love the meaning which is why it's I use that as the last song on my CD um, because it encompasses my whole cohesive oneness message and also because uh, it's a it's a CD where it's just, as the title says, one bass, one voice. It's just me playing my bass and singing. But that song, as you heard, there's a piano on it featuring my dear friend, Annika Vaitolo. Um, so, as you can surmise, the message from the song emanates a selfless meaning, that this life of ours will always be about how we serve and what we do for others I take pride in this song and the message that comes with it and I stand behind it because like I said it represents all that oneness has taught me it is the very essence that oneness is but because of the fear that I have seen infect our world today I want you for the time being now to think differently for now I want you to think of yourself okay in a way I want you to think selfishly that makes sense by that I mean that I want you to focus on your thoughts I don't want your predominant daily thoughts to be about this pandemic. I want them to be about you. I want you to maintain positive thoughts of your own health and wellness. And every time you have a negative thought that relates to this current crisis, I want you to stop it in its tracks. The only way. For us to change the narrative that this fearful society presents is to create a new collective consciousness. And the way we do that, as most of you know, is by changing our thoughts individually first. Because this fear is is damaging so many of us, which in turn is only adding to the predominant thought that engulfs our world as we speak, remember You control your thoughts. Nobody else. You control your thoughts. And your feelings come from your thoughts. So if you allow the fear to take up residence in your mind, it will weaken you. And by weakening you, you will become susceptible to this virus. Because we are beings comprised of energy, and that energy is what dictates the law of attraction. The thoughts that you maintain throughout your days will eventually find their way to you. All right, now, and since the law of attraction doesn't discriminate, if you maintain thoughts of fear and impending sickness, well, guess what you've got coming? Yeah. Now, this is why I'm telling you to think, may I say, selfishly in the way that I want you to maintain positive and healthy thoughts in light of today's pandemic situation and do not waver. Okay? So, thank you again my friends, for listening to the podcast I'm calling That Oneness Guy. This has been episode number 21, A Oneness Response to a Pandemic's Fear. If you like what you've been listening to, please take a moment to subscribe to this feed either on my website, which is dannyrongo.com, at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Buzzsprout, or anywhere that you get your your podcast and you can just search for that oneness guy and also as an extra bonus as you may have heard me say that you can also if you have your smart home devices all you need to say is either hey Alexa or hey Siri play that oneness guy and you can listen anywhere in your homes and getting back to the song that you heard today and that you will hear momentarily again um, all of my music can be found on iTunes and anywhere that you stream or download music Uh, remember to please look me up on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook so you can stay in touch with all things oneness, especially, again, my books, I Am God and So Are You, My Friend, A Common Man's Guide to Oneness, as well as the status of my upcoming book, again, which will be called The Ways of Oneness, Helping to Navigate Life. Okay, and please remember, again, just to check out the website. Uh, Go to IamGodBook.com. It's a really cool site there, my friends. I got photos, videos, and a blog there, too. So you can add your email, and you can just join in on the conversation. All right? So um, in closing, again, my friends, listen, there's too much fear out there. Do not buy into it. Do not let this fear take up residence in your mind, okay? You're better than that. You are better than that. Maintain thoughts of positivity. Maintain thoughts of health and wellness. Okay? So, for now, again, this is Danny Rongo. Please take a look for my next show. And until then, I send you, as always, peace, love, light, and continued oneness. Namaste.
0: That it's not about you it's not about me and gathering all we can see it's not about yours it's not about mine or possessions we must leave behind it's not about you it's not about me and gathering Know that it's not about you, it's not about me. Just know that it's not about you, it's not about me, it's not about me.